Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I have a story that is going to surprise you, mm. I believe. It certainly surprised me. Okay. Um, it was very unusual, and I'm going to have to be careful how I talk about this one because we want to keep it family-friendly and all. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Hawk, you've talked about a movie that you really thought was good called Lars and the Real Girl. Ah. It was, yeah. It was, it was goofy and funny, yeah. But he basically ran around with an inflatable girlfriend. Who thought it was real. Who and thought it was real. He thought it was real. He, he pretended she was real. Pretended, yes. Yeah, yeah he was in love with her. Okay, I did not know the They went that. on a date. Well, and he wasn't all right either, but the town, they embraced it and allowed him to take this yeah. <laughs> blow-up girl all over the place. Yeah. To restaurants and everything else, and they pretended with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody I'm not sure. too much away. That, that could be harmful rather than helpful by pretending with him, but I don't know. It's, it's already a movie, and it's done, so we can't change that. Yeah, that's with Ryan Gosling, That's hey, what I was about girls, to say. Just to let you know. Barbie. Uh, can. Oh, oh okay, so he was Lars... Yes. yes, not the gore doll. No. Okay, good. Because you know he was a doll in the movie, so I didn't know. <laughs> it's very confusing. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a real life version that's a bit worse. Uh, this is a 41 year old guy who worked at a funeral home in Nebraska. I've always wondered about people who work for funeral homes. We've talked to like the embalmers, and those guys yeah. seem like they got their act together. But not everyone there is at that same level. Some people are just going and picking stuff up and bringing it back. But they they do have cold hands. Oh. I mean, think mm-hmm. about it. You're around dead people all the time. Like, I can't tell. When when have you seen a real dead person? I don't think I've ever seen a real dead person except that one that's already been prepared. Like, you know, <laughs> in, 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 well, in a case. <laughs> this is why a hawk his, doesn't work for I'm a funeral home. Yeah. He makes it sound like Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like you, he dead up in 375. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. God! No, I'm just wow. about, I'm not. I've never seen like a dead person just laying there. Okay. You know, this is this is a, a touchy subject, and you're making it worse. I'm really not trying to make it like we know. Worse. I mean, when have, when have you seen one? Have I've you seen, seen traffic accidents. I've seen oh. some stuff. Yes. Okay, um, but but traffic accident you're passing by, you don't see a lot. Not there. always. I mean, I actually went up to the car door to try to help someone out once. So there's times you see things you don't want to see. Have you seen the dead person, Tori? Yeah, at the beach once okay. when I was a teenager. Yeah. Okay. I was holding my dad's hand when he passed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So but uh, that's probably the first time. Other than, like Tom says, you yeah. see him laying in the road if you're trying okay. to I see rubberneck. Dead, I see dead people. 
but uh, it's uh, it, it would it would freak me out to come up on a body somewhere. But, but yes, the, the reason I say that is these people are around them all the time. Like it's it's their everyday life. Well, yeah. again, if you're an embalmer, they're trained. They're very uh, you know they've been through a lot to get to there. But sometimes you're like just the guy they hire to go take the van and get the person. And I knew someone in the past. They used to do that. They they had a van. And they'd, they'd be on call, and they'd get a call in the middle of the night saying, go to this address, and he'd have to go pick up the body and take it to the, uh, the morgue. Or That's the- what this guy did, 41-year-old funeral home worker, and his name is Ryan Smith. He uh, basically went to pick up a body at an apartment, and while he was there, he noticed that this person was like Lars. He had an inflatable girlfriend. Oh, and so um, he decided he wanted the girlfriend now that she no longer had a, a boyfriend. Oh, my well, She's single now. And so <laughs> yeah. he decided to call the property manager and said, hey, the local sheriff needs me to collect this doll as evidence. But the <laughs> property manager thought it sounded a little suspicious and said no. So the property manager <laughs> kind of got to worrying about it and kind of went to check on things. And uh, he heard noises inside the oh, apartment. He nice. tried the door, but it was locked. So they watched. And sure enough, Ryan left the apartment shortly afterwards, and his clothes seemed disheveled. Oh, so the cops arrested him for burglary, but they say more charges could be added after a DNA test is done on the doll. Uh, why didn't he just deflate her and put her in his pocket and then well, not think, make such a scene? I don't think they deflate that small. And to be honest, I'm not sure it was inflatable. Some of them are very realistic now. Oh. Well, see, he messed up telling the the uh, the owner of the building. He should have said, she, we need to bring her in for questioning. <laughs> uh, I see. You know, the way he worded that. Okay, well, they've got a picture of him, and, and it, you see him, and you're kind of like, yeah, I yeah. can see this guy possibly being that dude. I saw it. But um, but the idea that you would go and and steal or, or whatever he did do, date this doll... That oh was was owned by someone else yeah. who died recently. That's really bizarre. I don't know if she did it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. wow. That's an odd way of looking at it, Dory. But um, well, at least we kept this family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know if he did it either, yeah, but yeah. it seems like he did. Mm. Um, but I mean, I'm by just, your own. I guess my thinking when I saw this was like, oh my gosh, you you think these people that come to get your relatives and stuff at the house? Like this couldn't have been his first rodeo. This guy was able to break into the apartment and tried to call and and use a plausible story on the property owner he's gotten stuff out of other people's houses before too maybe not you know inflatable girlfriends but maybe he's gotten jewelry or medicine or something when he's picked up that body because this ain't his first time he didn't get caught the first time he did it well he didn't steal the girl no no he didn't just talk to her he just (laughs) he molested her he uh he's gonna probably go to jail for whatever he did to her i wonder how that will breaks down for her does she get everything? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you guys were concerned about me seeing dead people. I'm like, come on. With this bad inflation. Oh. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. If you do this, you might be trying to alter your mood. And if you constantly do it, you might even be depressed. And I guarantee you, you have done it today already. That is check your cell phone. How many times have you checked your cell phone today alone? Probably 16, maybe 17. 
I don't know about that many yet. Yeah. It's not within the last five minutes. There you go. There you go. But according to this research, they say checking your phone too much could be a sign of depression. I check it when I first wake up, but I have no need to check it while I'm here. Now, I do have group text messages that the notifications are turned off. Okay. Because there are lots of text going back and forth. So I will check it to see if they've been, oh, they actually, they sent me a text. Hang on a second. <laughs> okay. I don't know Monday about friends. this. I feel like that uh, it's normal now for people to check their phone yeah. a lot. What if you have a notification? Sorry, can't check it. That means I'm depressed. Not to mention I use it for time. Yeah. Because, I mean, I do have a smartwatch, but I don't use that for time. <laughs> I still take my phone out of my pocket and look. There you go. They say because you're constantly trying to find (laughs) something to alter your mood. That's why they feel like you might be depressed. It's like, I need my mood changed, so I'm going to go check out something online right now. I've never in my life thought, I need my mood changed, so I'm going to look online. Subconsciously. Subconsciously, I think it's happening. I've only seen one mood ever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Researchers say it's similar to other types of addiction where you do something to distract yourself so you can forget all about the stuff that you're all stressed out about. So that's why you reach for your cell phone because you're stressed out about all this other stuff. Yeah, but you've been on social media. It's just going to make it worse. Yeah, I usually go to like a crossword puzzle or something. When I get home from work every day, I sit in my living room and I play my word game. In complete silence. Mm-hmm. You do sound depressed. <laughs> no, it's just, it's like I'm just, I don't know, I'm relaxing. It relaxes me. And after I play a few hands, a few rounds of the game, I get up and go eat lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they also <laughs> sound very depressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you, lonely, I, actually. If, <laughs> if you're not depressed, you should be. Okay? <laughs> they also found that people who are prone to mood swings are more likely to be addicted to their phones. So maybe depressed people just check their phones more often. Well, what is the way... Why don't you oh. hush, Hawk? I'm sorry. It's, I thought it was kind of fascinating research. Really? Study doesn't say how often you have to use your phone before it means you're depressed. But a recent other study found the average person checks their phone about 150 times a day. So they basically said everyone's depressed. Yes, basically. Which is why I don't buy this. Well, I, I, I mean, think it's a part of our life now. Look around you, though. I mean, depression is not it's at an all-time high. I don't you know s- if that's factual or not. Well, Google it and see if I'm right or not, because I don't know if I am. <laughs> you do hear more about mental health these days than you used to Let in the past. Let me check my cell phone. Where is it? <laughs> I'm panicking over here. But yeah. uh, average person spends about 95 minutes a day on their cell phone. Are That's you okay? What are you doing? I'm getting a spoon for my oatmeal. Okay, can Mind you, your own business. Can you wait until we're done working here? Obviously not. I love how everyone else is in the conversation and the only thing he's stressed about is getting that spoon. Yeah. Well, I, I've been in the conversation. I think it's bogus. I think that, that maybe in some cases this is true, but I don't think everyone who uses a phone a lot is depressed. I mean, I you sit on the beach and watch people on their phones the entire time and I'm like, they can't be depressed. They're at the beach. I know, right? Okay. But, but uh, I make fun of them because they're not enjoying the view. Also, people say being unable to answer your phone can cause you stress and anxiety as well. Being um, able to answer it? Being unable oh. to answer your phone. Like you might be in a meeting or something, you see the text pop up or you see like, you know, uh, someone <laughs> calling you at that moment. 
I, I sit at home and look at people calling me going, yeah, I'm not answering that. <laughs> you know, I don't ever answer unless I know who it is. Oh, I know and who it is. And even then, sometimes I don't unless I know why they're calling. Let's exactly. Say, though, you're in a meeting and your wife's uh, like texting and say, hey, call me immediately. And you're like, you can't because you're in this meeting. You, you obviously haven't been in a meeting with me because I would. <laughs> yeah, that's an emergency. The only time I'm stressed out is when someone's call is interrupting whatever I was doing already on my phone. Oh, right. okay. You just sit there and watch it ring and it's like, oh, wait. I know. You're like, I don't want to accidentally answer this, but I want to get back to Candy Crush. (laughs) And you don't want to ignore it because they know you've ignored them. They do? Yes. Oh, no. So I just let it ring out. And you know what's so funny is you get aggravated because you'll be texting somebody and then a bubble will come up or you're trying to shop on Amazon and that bubble will come up and get in your way and you got to swipe it down. Yes. It's like... I'm mad because I have to move my finger an inch. I'm, like, yeah. I'm frustrated about that. I'm mad because my friends reached out to me while yeah. I'm busy. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hate when you're typing and you see the bubble and you're like, I got to get mine in before they get done with theirs. You're like, slow down, slow down, I'm going. Mine is about the bubble before, and if they put a new bubble, mine might not make sense anymore. <laughs> True. Okay, so it is causing stress, but yeah. we're not depressed. I'm not depressed. <sighs> I'm <Yeah>. stressed. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. There is a viral hog video going around right now of a woman who is jumping out of an airplane with a parachute and apparently, for some reason or another, is not pulling the cord when she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. We don't know if she's lost track. If she, There's some mention that this uh, skydiver that was a professional that was with her had to stabilize her so she could pull it. It doesn't look that way in the video. Yeah, and uh, you and I were talking about this. I would think that if you're not experienced, would you be jumping out on your own? You'd be. Seems like you'd be jumping you have with somebody. Classes, right? I, I would I think guess, so. Although, yeah, most of the time when people first do it, they are attached to a pro. Yeah. Uh, and then you said you've jumped before, and it no, actually no, no, pulled. No, no. No, the time I had to wear a parachute when I was in that stunt plane. Okay. I had a parachute on, but it was connected to a a rod in the plane. So So when you jumped out, it opened. It would have opened, but thank God I didn't have to use it. (laughs) (laughs) It scared me, that stunt plane. I didn't like it. I was kind of surprised at the big deal they're making out of it because this guy, he got down beside her, tried once to grab her, and she slipped away, and he finally got her again and pointed to the thing, and she pulled it. And they're like, oh, he saved her life. I had always thought there is a device that automatically deploys the chute at a certain low altitude whenever it's decided you should have and you haven't yet. Hmm. So I did a little Googling, and that is true. It's called an AAD. It's a small computer that sits inside the reserve chute uh, tray, and it measures your altitude and speed, and if it's too fast or too low, it will automatically deploy the reserve parachute. So she got low, low, low. <laughs> That's too low. <laughs> I'm assuming that she still would have had this thing open. But are those attached to every parachute? Because I, I think knew, I had a friend that I told you used to be a paramedic, and they would get calls out to the jumping wherever it was that he right. lived. Um, but the skydive place, they would get calls out there because they would people be in, in the ground. Yeah. And if it works anything like the backup sensors of my camera and my car, they don't always work either because okay. I have hit things. Yeah. And I want to say, I mean, recently we've had a couple of parachutes that didn't go off and they landed in the person's yard. And we talked about that the other day. It's like that lady in Florida that landed in the person's yard. The parachute didn't go off. Oh, oh. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, I've told you guys that I interviewed a lady who burned in, as they call it, and she was graduating from the Army Rangers, and she pulled her chute and her 
her uh, backup chute and neither of them deployed. And she survived. She married the EMT that saved her that yeah, day. Yeah, you're telling us that. Um, but typically, I learned a lot today when I did the research on this. I found out that the average parachute does not deploy one out of a thousand times. And there's a lot of people who've jumped more than a thousand jumps. So that's right. not acceptable. That's why they have a reserve chute. But like I said, is it on every chute or is that something, you you know, hey, for $9 more, you can't have this extra safety. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty sure the reserve chute is on every normal jump. Well, I don't yeah, know about reserve. like your thing whenever. Well, that's the situation. They have a, de I'm, I'm giving you other information right now. Oh. I learned that they're, the reason they have a reserve chute is that oh. one out of a thousand chutes don't work right. What if that's the thousand time for the reserve, though? Then you have hit the double odds. That's extremely, that's like one in a hundred thousand or a million. So you've really had a bad day. That's like I said, I wouldn't want, I don't think I ever want to jump out of an airplane mm -hmm. ever, but I do want to be that person that pushes the person that's a little bit nervous to jump out of the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, gotcha. <laughs> I also found out about something, and I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, it's spelled D Y T T E R, a ditter or a diter, I'm not sure. Uh, it is a beeping noise that goes in their ear in the helmet, and it lets them know as they pass certain altitudes, because a lot of times these people, they get good at it, and they make the different formations, and they're having fun, and they don't realize how low they're getting. Right. So this thing starts beeping at them when they get to a, an altitude where they need to pull the chute, but then it also eventually deploys the chute automatically if they don't. Tori, kind of like when your car starts beeping and you're backing up and you hit that. I you know what yeah. I was thinking? Yeah. I don't hear that thing either. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes beep, 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 Too late. You're too close. But yeah, I was surprised at the one in every thousand parachutes not always operating at 100% efficiency. So with these statistics in mind, skydiving professionals know better than to trust one shoot with their life. And they have two shoots, right? That's what okay. the backup shoot is, So, yes. and am I curious, and I could be sick from thinking this, but like when a parachute doesn't go off, is it kind of like the Coyote and Roadrunner when Coyote falls off the cliff and he makes that indention in the Well, ground? that's what Cato was just yes. saying. Yeah, it does? Yes. It may, how far does it go down? I, I don't know. I didn't ask. Oh, oh it depends oh, on the ground, down. too, because they do, and this is gross, but they bounce a lot of times because mm. your body holds everything in there. So it's like a you kind of get broken bones and stuff but pretty much stay intact oh. and then my friend started describing the oh, scene no, and i'm like stop no. it yeah i yeah. said first off uh, years ago i probably would have been skydiving but now i just don't think i want to and those coyote roadrunner videos said that his parachute never opens that's, up so you know, that's a did. cartoon you know <laughs> well <laughs> here's the good news only point zero 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 five percent of skydives result in death so it is extremely rare. There have been just 11 deaths out of 2.8 million jumps. Wow, that's, that's pretty so good. So that is a, a very small, that's less than a half of a fatality per 100,000 jumps. I would pass out on the way down. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good thing you have that automatic pull. Yeah. I just don't want to jump out of anything moving. Whatever it is. Yeah. I don't care what it's moving. I got dizzy on the balcony, the eighth floor of the Embassy Suites downtown Greenville. <laughs> well, you were drinking, too. No, so. I, this is before I started. Once I drank, I didn't have a problem with it. Dude, you ever try and step off a golf cart while it's moving? No. That feels like an extreme sport. Why, I don't why would you do that? Like, you get there is a <laughs> drinking. Break. Don't ask questions. <laughs> I fell off of one, though. <laughs> drinking. My friend turned real sharp, and yeah. I rolled out. 
<laughs> he didn't even know he'd lost me. Well, this is interesting. Uh, skydiving equipment has to be replaced every 20 years. Other places go with only three years. I would prefer to go with them. 20 years seems a little long for that. And then you have to trust the person packing the chute. Yes. And then finally, doing. what is more dangerous than skydiving? High altitude rock climbing. Whitewater rafting is more dangerous than skydiving. And far more dangerous is motor vehicle crashes. Oh, you are far more likely to be killed in a car than you are skydiving. Something we do every day, and I don't want to be pushed out of that either, Tori. <laughs> because one time my, my granny turned a corner and my cousin rolled out of her car. You guys have a problem with falling out of turning vehicles. Uh, yeah, we don't pay attention. Did he have the door open or just... She, the door was broke and oh. would not shut at times, so it would just <laughs> it would just fly open, and apparently she was leaning against it. That's one thing you can't put a bungee cord on right there. <laughs> <laughs> the hey, oh, that yeah. would have at least been better than what they did. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know, it's time of year that we dress up our pets and have them go trick-or-treating, right? No. <laughs> I'm very yeah. against dressing up pets. Some people do like to dress up the pets. And, you know, you got the wiener dog, you can put him in a little wiener outfit. And I love the know. little dogs that dress like Chucky. Yeah. And they, oh, they yeah. have videos of them running through the house, oh, and it looks yeah. like Chucky's running after you. Those are cute. They, yeah. My dog, I like the spider ones. Yes. Yep, Especially when people run from them. Daisy never would wear clothes. Yeah, I, I won't do time, that to a dog that doesn't want to. The one time I put a jacket on her, and she stood there froze. She wouldn't <laughs> even move her face. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, I will say I used to be violently against it because I thought it was unfair. But now I've got a dog that wears a diaper all the time, oh. and he doesn't care. Hmm. So if you don't care, I'm okay with it. Oh. Well, you know what? I don't think that... Uh, I think he likes it. He may be a little weird. <laughs> he could be one of those weird dogs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, when it comes to entertainment, I don't know if the dogs enjoy that or not. <laughs> I think it's for our own entertainment. But they ask people about their dog or their pet's favorite entertainment. Now, you got the chew toys and stuff like that. Right. But this is going to the extreme. Well, going back to the costumes first, I love yeah. the dogs that are super excited to see people so they run to them but they have the spider costume so the people are freaking <laughs> and the dog's like why are they running away from me <laughs> no the dog's like oh we're playing tag oh, yeah right they're, they're, they're <laughs> excited about it yeah but so my dog loves to take the squeaky toys out of the toy oh yeah but there's like three or four that he won't do that to because they're his special ones well like mm -hmm. i said if we had a squeaky toy in us they'd have us torn apart in three minutes they gotcha my friend's got a new little puppy he's like 10 weeks old Old. It attacked my foot. Yeah. Did you it have was, a squeaky toy in your foot? No. <laughs> and that was just my right foot. I kept having to hold my foot up. <laughs> and then wouldn't he wouldn't mess with the left foot. Maybe I don't you have know. a stinky toe. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> we all buy toys and stuff for our pets, so they'll be entertained. But how about this? Do you leave a TV or radio on no. <laughs> when you leave the house for your pet? Why not? I my dog to. doesn't ever pay any attention to it. Like, okay. the only time he's ever reacted was we were on Animal Planet once, and it was, like, some sort of a, like, dog pound, and he kept hiding behind the couch and barking at it. I don't think that was a good thing. Okay. He was confused. 23% of people say they leave a TV or radio on for their pet when they leave their home alone. Now, when I was single and Hawk and I were roommates, I used to leave the radio on for my dog, Nordbert, so he could hear me talking while I was at work. <laughs> Did he hide behind the couch? 
No, he oh. liked it. Okay, well, 15% say their pet has a favorite TV show or radio station. I'm sure that was Nordbert's favorite radio show. I think so. He could have just been doing that to make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but he hears daddy. He probably turned the channel. Station as soon as he I got get the... home, and it's on a different station. <laughs> yeah. I did. I used to leave the radio on, or TV, especially if it was like New Year's Eve or 4th of July when fireworks are going to be set off. I'll... Turn the TV on and turn it up really loud. No, we will do that on fireworks with our dog. He doesn't like them. Yeah. So we will play music. It's like we'll put it on Amazon. My wife has like this Christian music channel. I don't know if it's to make him think maybe that, you know, He's, Jesus is coming back or something. Oh, that y'all are gone. We're gone. I don't You'll know. be there. But he, uh, it does seem to calm him down. <laughs> Did it happen? <laughs> He's coming. Those sounds. Remember the Trump shower sounds? It's like the rapture happened. And they got taken. I would have never bet on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 14% of the pet owners say that their pets like certain types of TV shows. 13% said certain types of music. (laughs) Now, if you've got two or three dogs living in the house, you turn on the radio station. Are they doing like the electric slide in there? No, they're probably arguing. You're like, I don't like this music. It's like, uh, (laughs) who let the dogs out? Oof. Daisy loved that one. She would dance. She'd run in circles dancing to that song. Really? I can see that. It's just because of barking in the song? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I have a, a video of a, a dog. The lady starts playing uh, Whitney Houston. I'll always love you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the it. dog starts <laughs> almost in tune. Yeah. She goes, I know that's your favorite song. I love those on social media. Yeah. I saw one the other night, and the fish were watching Neo or Nemo. There's uh, a big difference. The, the Matrix or Nemo. I'm guessing, guessing it would have been Nemo. I didn't say Matrix. You said Neo. That's who's in oh, the Matrix. Oh, Neo. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was Nemo. And they said that the fish was showed in the aquarium like they're all like eyeing the TV. That's funny. That's weird. <laughs> they were taking weird. notes of how to escape. That's true. They're yeah, like, go be. through the drain. <laughs> goes to the sea. And then 14% say their pets, animals, or uh, their, their pets like animal or nature shows best, like the planet Earth yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, and then I can kind of see why I've been leaving my TV on for my dog when they, he's home alone. Here lately. You know, I don't know, but I know what I have read is that a lot of animals do not even get the concept because a lot of animals use smell more than eyesight. True, yeah. And so when there's no proper smell, the whole thing is just confusing to them. My dog doesn't even seem to understand the mirror, and he seems annoyed by it. But I have <laughs> seen some animals who think the mirror is another critter. We've all experienced that, where you put your dog up to the mirror just to think, okay, does because he don't know what he looks like, does he? I'm like, or does he think, oh, there's what am I doing in the mirror? That's a good yeah. question, because yeah. we don't know. But I do put him up to the mirror, and he just doesn't even pay attention. But yeah. some animals will look behind it. Like yeah. our ferrets mm-hmm. will look behind the mirror to be like, wait, where did that thing go? <laughs> okay. So maybe our ferrets are smarter than our dogs. The funny thing is you were demonstrating that. Well, yeah. I was hoping the microphone would pick up when I went back. <laughs> People would be able to imagine that I had just looked around the mirror. Oh, okay. But with the animal planet, too, sometimes, you know, a cat will be on and it'll see like a bird or something that'll go bounce yeah. on the TV. I mean, that's the thing. If you leave a TV on an animal planet and you got a big dog that attacks, wants to attack something on TV, your TV's yeah. going to be pretty A rabbit comes on the screen and he's attacking it. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing that will entertain my dog is when a doorbell goes off. Oh, that's not entertaining, but it, they do respond. It'll be like yeah. on TV, and it'll be like a sitcom or something. The doorbell will and ring. They go nuts. And I, I dog will run to the 
door. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my dog barks a lot when the doorbell rings, so we try to avoid that. Of course, they say my friend, she has three big dogs that always want to pile in bed with her, and they say to, to, to pick your spot in bed, ring the doorbell, and run up and jump in That's bed. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 